Right, guys, Walsh happening. I'm here with Chris Phillips. How are you doing, Matt? Good, but are you okay? Yeah, very good. Um, now, Chris has been doing a lot, um, which is along the lines of what I've uh, been promoting as well. So the more people talking about it, the better. Um, for Men's Minds Matter, um, he brought uh, brought me a gift by you, which I'm uh, I'm well happy with. Thank, thank you, Matt. I appreciate Always, it. Buddy. Um, how are you doing, mate? Uh, yeah, I'm good. Um, just been a hectic few days, to be fair. I think a group of only alive about six, seven days ago. Yeah. So um, I'm glad work have allowed me a few days annual leave just for me to... Potch about with it, like... Yeah, but just reply to messages yeah. and, and things like that, really. Because obviously if you set something up, you don't want to be ignoring people. So you've got to no. try and stay on it straight away, do you know? So your work is uh, quite supportive, are they, with... Um, yeah, I work for Sky, so they've been yeah. really supportive... Um, you know, I, I suffered a lot. Um, I was off about four months last year with mental health. Yeah. So I've been back in work since December. So, you know, they, they've been great in terms of allowing me some, some annual leave for me to just get myself sorted and, and um, y- you know, do what I need to do. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, well, like, with the ex- if you explain what you've done, you've set up... Um yeah, so set up a group. Uh, but basically what it was, I think, um, when I was feeling unwell probably I think it was November time last mm-hmm. year. Um, for some reason, I was going to come off Facebook. I yeah. spent about eight months last year off Facebook anyway, and I decided, like, I want to come off. It was causing people yeah. more harm than good, you know? Yeah. And then um, something crossed my mind. I thought, I wonder if men in the Kamalan area would mm. want a, a group, do you know, a private yeah. group? So I put a status up, and I think it had over 100 likes and 75 comments and people saying, do it. Mm. And... Um, I was like, oh, okay, I'll get it set up tonight, type yeah. of thing, you know. But m- with mental health and myself, I had a, this idea, and when I went to actually do it, I just could not focus, even though it's quite a small task. Yeah, you know, just creating a Facebook group, just could not focus on doing it. Like I found small tasks really hard, so I put it off and um, kept apologising to people, saying, look, it is in process. Yeah. You know, I started speaking to people about how could I do it properly. Mm. And then I think it was, I'm not sure what day, what, one day last week, a bit of energy came over me. Mm. And I thought, I'm going to set it up. And yeah. if I get 10, 20 men um, join, great. Yeah. And a week later, I think I think we've hit 257 men. It's good going. When I was in the yeah. car outside just now. Yeah, that's good going, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and it it is, you know, people may not want to admit it it's it's a growing problem it's been a growing issue for years you know i remember when i was younger you never heard of people killing themselves no. you never heard of people killing themselves and now well, you, you did it was it was rare like, like you know <laughs> it was rare and it was it was shocking and i don't like the way society is being numbed to oh so and so's killed themselves again you know and it's just like, oh, you, you know, to, oh, it's raining. You know, it's just like yeah. the weather. Like, yeah. is is that common? It's there's um, like a meme or a saying that goes around, isn't there? It's like people will kind of ignore you in the street or try to, but then they'll be hap- they'll happily come to your funeral. Exactly. You yeah. Know, it's like we well, need to. Where where are the people when when you need them? Yeah, when you need them. You know, I I learned a lot um, when I've been through my you know. I, I've had two pretty bad crashes with depression. Uh, one was about 
for five years ago. Um, and the other one, I had a bad one last year. I didn't really put much content out last year because of that reason. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's 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 a growing problem, you know, and it's it's there's ways of dealing with it. But I learned a lot. Um, not everybody is your friend, like you know. No, you you rare. you see who the real people yeah. are. You see who the real people are. I've been quite surprised. Um, I opened up to a lot of my friends back in the last year, and um, I'm quite surprised how little I've had back off them. Where yeah. um, it's it's people I'm kind of colleagues with have been absolutely superb. Yeah. Um, you know, people would message you on social media, and you think, you know, bloody hell, I didn't realize you cared, you know. Mm. And you definitely remember those who've been there, yeah, for, um, and, and the ones who haven't as well. You know, you know, it could be a stigma around they're afraid of the topic, they're not yeah. educated enough in the topic, and they're afraid of what to do or say mm. in front of you. So, some people may pull away from that yeah. kind of conversation, you know. Yeah, there's, there's all. Is all different. Um, I I think, I think when people, I think when like you're saying, some people can be afraid, um, and to a certain degree, I think, yeah. But you know, there's there's a lot of people. I'd be like, I don't want to fucking see what my funeral if it happens. Like, yeah, do you know what course, I mean? Yeah, you yeah, you yeah. you see people's true colours. You know, uh, uh, whether they're afraid or not. You know, you step in and help people if they're supposed to be your fucking friends grow a fucking pair of ball like yeah. to step in yeah you know it's it, that's the difficult thing you know especially when i think i'm i'm the kind of person who's there for everyone yeah um, i'm the same people listening may disagree but you know if if i know someone is not well and it could just be they've got a flu or they've broken their leg or something mm. i'll often check up on them yeah. just see how you are and that's just in my nature do you yeah um, i've always been like a good person but one thing I've always had is like I care. Well, that's that's the thing though. It's you know, it's it's we've all done things in the past and things like that. Do you know what I mean? But it doesn't, you know, stop you from growing. Like and educating yourself as well. Yeah. Um, like I've been obsessed with like podcasts and um, books. Yeah. To kind of educate myself. So if if there's a topic that around mental health that I'm not, not sure about. You know, I'll, I'll look into it so mm. I can kind of educate myself. Um, I've been recently um, thinking about uh, James Smith has got a podcast and um, he does a talk on a podcast, so he does videos online. And he's done something about menopause in women, mm. but I don't know anything about that. No, um, no, me. But I'd probably like to, yeah, know a bit more about it so I can understand why yeah. possibly women at a certain age, yeah, um, behave possibly the way they do and. You know, I think it's really important to understand that when someone does something good or bad, why they've done it. Yeah. You know, if someone's done a bad thing, are they struggling? Have they lost someone? Yeah. And he's trying to understand rather than maybe target. Yeah. Them, like not everybody, you know, not everybody's a bad person. I, I mean, you have got bad people, but there's um, a series of events that take place that changes that person to make them. Yeah. Like that, yeah. like you know, um, but there, there's, there's a path that's, that's taken place yeah. and there's, change a direction. There's a path in their life somewhere where they've had a choice to make, or mm. they've could have helped themselves, and they've obviously gone the wrong way. You know, yeah. Um, 
And that's, you know, when someone makes an intentional bad choice, what makes him possibly a bad person. Yeah. Um, but some good people make bad decisions, bad choices sometimes. And how you come back from yeah. that, I think, is what carries you on in life. We're all human, and we, at the end of the day. I always say, like, life didn't come with an instruction manual. No, no. So, do you know, like, we will make mistakes, but it's learning from them. Yeah. Is what's important and is what will carry you through. Yeah. It is, it's, there's a, you know, and talking about it, being able to, because when I sort of started doing this a couple of years ago and, you know, I put it out and I had loads of feedback from it, it was, people were saying it was refreshing to hear, like, you know, blokes talking about it and things like that. And it is refreshing, but I know, so many blokes, they just feel like they can't. Yeah. It's, it's a stigmatism. Yeah, it's like we had our first meeting um, last Wednesday with uh, the Kamala Men's Minds Matter. And mm. um, obviously what happens within the meeting is confidential, but there was one chap who was scared. You could mm. tell by his face he was petrified, you know. And, yeah. Uh, and then... He opened up. Obviously, we we went first. Few of us went first, and he felt comfortable enough to talk. And I think it was one of the first times he'd ever opened up. And yeah, and by the end, he was couldn't shut him up. Yeah, so he, he was. Um, he said it was a huge benefit to get to lift yeah. that off his chest, and that's what it is. I think lots of people who don't seek the advice or the the help or, or they talk, they carry that. Yeah, you know? and I think when I was in the local authority working. Um, while ago now I was off with mental health um, for about six months I think and I just couldn't see a way out you know but they sent me for counselling mm. so I had 12 counselling sessions and it was the best thing that's ever happened to me yeah you, you, know? you found it help like yeah it was someone who didn't have an opinion of me yeah you know like I did try and talk to the people around me and but he was always like you know you, you don't help yourself or yeah and I didn't want to hear that no. You know, I wanted someone to kind of put their arm around me and mm. uh, this counsellor lady and, you know, it took me 50 minutes of the first hour session to start talking. Then I couldn't shut up for the last 10 minutes. Yeah. And then I carried on at 12 sessions and that's something that I've always advocated um, when I joined Sky. Yeah. Um, hugely advocated, you know, talking and and understanding and listening to people and trying to understand what's going on in their lives. And like one of the big biggest... Medication for mental health is talking. Hundred percent, it is. Um, it, there's, there's even, you know, exercise. There's a few things. Is like talking about it, opening up, because that weight takes the weight off you. It, it sort of. But you've got to, for somebody who's suffering with anxiety, depression, the anxiety of, um, talking about it. You know, you've got to break through that wall. There's yep. a wall there. And once you've gone through that wall, it 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 does get easier. Yeah, it's like the you know, between now and you know, from when I was young, I think I probably lost around fifteen or twenty friends, not just mm. through suicide, but some have died in accidents and and uh, but those who have passed away through suicide, you know, most of us didn't even know they suffered. Yeah, it was a a huge shock. Um, so yeah, I can't I can't um talk enough about yeah reach out, reach out help. Yeah. um it's not embarrassing if anything no. it's the opposite these days no um it, it, it's 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 
it takes more strength to be open, you know, about how you're feeling, because I it th- I don't know I don't know where the shift has been um, throughout all these years. I know social media has played a big part in it. Um, you know, you're talking about the bullying aspects for youngsters, um, and and not only youngsters, but it happens with adults. You see these things. If I see these things on, you know, public arguments on, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah, yeah. like publicly um, arguing back and forth, and it's it's there for everyone to see. It's only going to heighten anxieties, yeah. things like that, because, you know, you have an argument in the street and only a couple of people will hear, but you have a fucking argument on Facebook yeah, yeah, yeah. and everybody can see it. I know. I, I let myself slip a bit. I did something similar not long ago when I went did back you? on Facebook. Well, I had a boxing match uh, about eight mm. weeks ago and um, I wasn't well. Oh, I yeah. Mentally, do you mean? And, um, you know, there's some comments on Facebook and... I just I bit the bit, uh, yeah. but I immediately apologised. It's I was, hard not I was cross to. to myself. I was fuming at myself. Yeah, that's one thing I I don't do. Yeah, but it's in the heat of the moment and the how I felt, and I apologised and yeah. and I think you know, I was glad that I apologised, but I was gutted that it's hard. <laughs> it's hard not to, and that's that's how social media has got you. Like because it is so easy. I've I I've probably done it. Like you know, thinking I I probably done it. I've I, I I'm bound to a fucking I'm bound to have had a bit of a you say something bit somewhere and like yeah you say th- something sometimes and you've got to understand and not yeah. everyone will get it. No, no. So, so like what I said was I didn't have a direct pop, but I did have a direct pop, but it wasn't <laughs> meant in the way that if it had been at me, it came across. Yeah, like, I, how I said, I and mean, I think in messages it can come across. It sounds different, different the way you read it. If it was face to face, it would probably have been um, controlled, relaxed conversation. Yes, yeah. But obviously on social media, it just it just explodes. Oh, and, fuck, dick. And then, um, like you said, it's only the group has kept me on. Yeah, Facebook really because obviously I needed a, a Facebook account to be able to to manage the group and stuff. Yeah. Um, but like I said, you. Um, we spoke. Facebook's got or not just Facebook. I'm just gonna blame Facebook. Social media in general. Yeah, it's got a lot of bad. Um, but then it's got a lot of good. Yeah, there's good that comes with it. Well, like the group I've set up, that's been set up through people on Facebook. Yeah. So you know, when people join the group and I accept them, that's a positive. But get into that stage, they may have seen something horrible on Facebook, which could have yeah. upset them. Yeah. And. Um, so it's got good and bad. It depends what kind of intentions you've yeah. got. Um, but yeah, like my, my daughter now, she's she'd be going on to secondary school in September and she's so she's such a nice girl and she's she wouldn't say boo to a group. So I'm petrified mm. of her going to secondary school. I know. School, it's, it's, not, it's not nice. Uh, it's not nice at all, like, when you see them go in because they're going into such a, it's a different environment to what it was when we were there. Completely different. Yeah, I think you've got a farm of gangs. You know, mm. in school with us, you had like the rugby boys, the football boys, and the farmers. Mm. So you had three groups of the boys farmers. in school, like, do you mean? Yeah. And you dare not cross the farmers. Like, yeah. so you knew to stay away from them. <laughs> um, but these days, you see so many groups of three, four in a gang or, or group of gang. And, yeah. you, know, you may not look like every Tom Dick and Ari on social media, so all of a sudden you're different. Yeah. Or you're too nice, or you're too nasty. 
Yeah. You know, there's so much out there now, and um, she just don't know what to do for the best. All I can yeah. encourage people is to try and be the best person they can, be nice, be respectful, yeah. and hopefully that's enough. You know. I know it's just uh, you know, every everybody people are just the the world the world has changed so much though in a sense of years ago there was a sense of community. There is no sense of community anymore. They've 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 manipulated it with the um with the outlook of becoming a celebrity has made everybody selfish. Yeah. Every, everybody's just I want I want for me. I, I want yeah. I, I want this, I want that. You can go back to you know, the same age, I mean, so you can go back to when you were kids. I mean you live in a estate that's quite enclosed i mean this time maybe not this time but four o'clock 25 years ago you have a lot of kids out yeah, here playing in fairness out here it's good sir it's it's and we say this all the time it's probably one of the only places where the kids all play on the streets oh we don't see it they, they don't do it everywhere no, else so i know that down with us like you can barely get the someone to answer the door on halloween for yeah kids, you mean so it's just everyone's gone to themselves, they, they go back into themselves. I think it's it, it's it's very rare, but they do hear. That's great, that is. Yeah, I used to love it. Like you finish school, you run upstairs, get changed. Yeah, everyone would just come together at the same spot, and you'd be there then until your parents were shouting. Yeah, but you'd come in, calling you to come in. Like. I'm I'm glad that I was brought up through that era. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Know? I I'd hate to be a kid in this in this era. It's it, that's. That brings a lot of mental health into the youngsters. I mean, one thing, you know, once this group is set up, um, not set up, once it's reached, um, once once I've got it to where I want it to be in Carmarthen, like mm. I said, it's 257 members. Wales Online did a piece about it um, uh, yesterday, or a couple of days ago, which has had thousands of shares mm. and uh, shares likes and yeah. hundreds of shares and people have been contacting me. The phone hasn't stopped. Yeah. You know, I want to grow it into the Schnetli area and, yeah. and then maybe um, the Armourford area. Yeah. And then I want to try and get into schools. Yeah. Uh, because you'd be surprised how many 10, 11 year olds. Yeah. You know, I've got parents messaging me saying they've got young kids who are struggling. And it's like, we just don't realise the problem out there. No. Like, uh, like, another thing is the. The pressures when you were in school, right? I I remember being so pressured about my exams, like you fail this now and you're gonna be a fucking bum, like. <laughs> and I just remember thinking to myself, "Oh my fucking god!" I uh, don't get me wrong, I fucking I still didn't do fucking well, but you know, that's it's not true. You you, you don't have to be a fucking grade A fucking no. student to fucking go on and do well, like. No, I mean. For a lot of my friends who went to school, I probably, you know, career-wise, done better than some exactly. of them. Exactly. Uh, and I haven't got a single qualification to my name. Like, I no. was, I know, just in school, all I wanted to do was play football. Yeah. With my friends or out of school was play football. And the best thing that happened to me is I left school at 16 and mm. I got a full-time job. Yeah. You know, I had to grow up fast. Um, yeah. I started working for Admiral when I was 19, so I was a small boy from Carmarthen. You know, I went to work in Swansea, where there was like you know gay people and um, multicultural people, yeah. come out that we didn't have that. Yeah. So I had to grow up quick. Yeah. Um, which which thankfully I did, but it, you know I think it set me up working for Admiral for five years was mm. was, was probably one of the best things I've ever done. Got to meet so many different people from different areas and 
Um, it was such a diverse culture there. It was great. And, you know, I'm very grateful for my time yeah. there because I think it really did help me going forward in life, do you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, for me, life experience, personally, people may may shout at me, but I think life experience over education. I think so. It's Most of the people who are millionaires... They didn't. They didn't stay in school. They didn't go to college. Yeah. They they dropped out. Like, you know, and different. There's something about them. Yeah, I just think I personally think the schooling system is all a bit of a. Um, it's, it's prepping you, um, conditioning you, to just be a good minion. Yeah, go out and work for the big companies that we control, and you know. If these are the consequences. Like you, you break the rules, you get isolation. You break the law, you yeah. go to prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know they don't teach you nothing about handling money, which is one of the fucking most important things. I think they should be teaching yeah, people. A, I shared something on Instagram or Facebook last week, or maybe start this week actually. Uh, can't remember her name, so excuse me. But she was a young counsellor from North England somewhere, Yorkshire, say, and she um, she basically was in the, the House of Parliament delivering a speech and. Mm. She was basically telling them, look, she can do these ridiculous maths questions inside out, but she doesn't know about life. She doesn't know about paying bills. She doesn't know about mental health. She doesn't know about what she wants to do after school. She says, we we get taught all this stuff, but none of it actually prepares you for life outside school. And I got into big debt after school. I think um, obviously left school when I was 16, Mm. worked for two years. Next thing I know, I'm having my bank ring me Saying, um, you know, congratulations, Chris. You've been 18 for like three months. There's, oh, for fuck's sake. a 10 grand loan available. I knew what you were going to say. Yeah, there's yeah. a 10 grand loan available. That's for you. ridiculous. I remember like, thinking to myself, fucking well, less are they? Like, well, the is, yeah, I didn't <laughs> even have much of a, an upbringing. You know, my, my upbringing wasn't great, and my parents didn't teach me things like that. So I was like, oh, I'll have four grand. Mm. You know, and I think I went and bought a, a car which lasted about three weeks. Oh, for fuck's sake. And I was sake. like, well, I wouldn't mind going to Ibiza, so I took another two grand. Well, next thing I know, I owed 10 grand. Oh, I And I was earning next to nothing. And then I was at a finance company ringing me up, saying, oh, you can have a car on finance. And next thing I know, I'm dead after my eyeballs. I'm not even 20 years old yet. You don't even fucking know. But that's what I mean, though. They they purposely don't teach you about handling money, taxes, loans, how they work. They don't teach you any of that. They teach you about fucking... Pie and yeah. shit. How often you fucking use I that? I sing the days of the week in French, though, if that's any good. Oh, fuck. It's stupid. But but it's purposely. It's all done purposely because you feed in. They want you to just go out and feed into the system they've created. And that system is causing depression. Well, it's you, causing depression you massively. Look at it, okay? People are leaving school at 18 and educated about what they want to do with their lives. So they may go in, they go to university, they get into 10, 15, 20 grand of the debt mm. in university. You know, some drop out, some carry on, some can't find jobs afterwards, mm. you know, and all of a sudden they've got this massive debt. Now, that's not a great start to life. No. You know, you've, you've, you've started before you've got a full-time job, you owe 15, 20 grand, you know? Yeah. And um, like I, said, I didn't have that problem because I wasn't clever enough, you know. But but I was twenty grand in debt anyway, Fucking not no. far off, you know. Um, just from people throwing things at yeah. you, and then you got to work for years, then. Yeah, they just purposely to be able to do pay it. Back. They purposely try and catch you as you're. I did it 
not with a lot. I did it with something like two grand, and I was fucking like, oh, fucking hell, how am I going to pay this off now? <laughs> I remember walking into um, John Lewis, like in Cardiff or Debenhams, and there's a woman at the front going, Offering you, do fucking, you want a card? Yeah. And I was like, how much a limit? And she goes, oh, let me type it in. Oh, you could have a two grand limit. I was like, oh. Fuck Walk out sick. here with Henry Lloyd, the Fred Perry back yeah. then. You know, and, they're uh, so clever how they do it. Not percent interest, you know, yeah, right or and these Fuck. days then uh, when you need money, it's impo- almost impossible to get it now. Yeah. Do you know? It is it it is it's it's just becoming everything is just more and more and more and with Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok, whatever others. It's all, look at me, look what I've got, advertising, look at this, look at that, all these youngsters, yeah. and they're like, I wanna, like, it's like, that's not a normal life. What they don't see is, at the start of the Instagram post, they'll say, I don't know, they'll say, Becky Hill, for argument's sake, mm. they'll say paid advert. So yeah. all they're doing is, is advertising. They're just advertising. They've, had, they've had money from yeah. a company to advertise it, so it's not Becky Hill wearing no. it, she's wearing it like Lady it. Gaga with Polaroid, she, she don't know nothing about cameras. We got Katy Perry now singing the advert, the star in the advert for Just Eat. Do you mean I don't? Oh, like, I don't who's doing that? Katy Perry. Is she? Yeah, like singing through an advert. No, I doubt. I'm not saying she. I doubt and Snoop Dogg did it. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sure she doesn't need to be ordering Just Eat. She got someone probably. Yeah. She paid. Was they cooking fucking, for her, like, do they, They're out eating in these fancy fucking <laughs> restaurants oh, every day. Because she is doing it, you've got youngsters there. Yeah. Going, oh, I want to order Just Eat. Do you mean? And uh, obviously, as you can tell, I order from Just Eat. <laughs> and I do, don't worry. That's too lazy to go and pick it up, that is. Yeah. Uber Eats is a good one as well, round here. Well, in Kamala, we're limited, like, yeah. you know, so it's, it's only about two or three on there, so you're stuffed, really. It's dangerous for me while I'm tattooing. I'm like, oh, fucking McDonald's or what? Yeah, it's just, just bring it to me, like, to me. Yeah, don't even have to move, like, I know, bring but, it here. But it's another thing that's caused us to be lazy. Do mm. so Things are so accessible, mm. such as takeaways, and, you know, you very rarely have a salad shop on just <laughs> No, just I've <laughs> always said, mine, they should do a fast food healthy fast food yeah. it'd make a fucking killing it would because there's no options is it no there's not no there's not because i've thought to myself when i have tried eating healthy before i'm like oh fuck i need to get something quick on the go what the fuck do i order like you can't there's nothing there well i was like you know training and exercise and stuff i'm like it's not super healthy but i was like oh, i'd love too tired to cook but i love a lasagna and new potatoes delivered yeah. to me let me go on to just eat indian <laughs> chinese off the Indian end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. when you see them and you're like, fucking hell, well, I'm going to have to pick something else and you end up eating the unhealthy one. Yeah, so I think trying to, you're trying to be, no one's perfect no. by a million miles, not not even these you know, Facebook people or, or Instagram people, but trying to get as close to perfect as possible is hard these days with all the mm. um, obstacles in your age, you know? Yeah. And it all falls back again into the mental health category. Joint, yeah. um, your money is obviously a problem for people. Um, even eating healthy these days can cost. Oh can cost God, money, yeah. Exercise, I like. I know the gyms and stuff are expensive, and I'm saying this, and I, I haven't done much exercise. I have got to get back into it. But last year, when I went through a really bad patch, I think one of the things that pulled me through, I just bought a bike. And I was doing, after tattooing, I do 40 miles a night. And I, literally, and I went from, I wasn't a fit 
person before. I hate cardio. If ever I joined the gym, I would just do weights and yeah. I fucking would keep away. I fucked my knees up as well. See, I've dislocated my knees years ago. So they're no good, the impact, of, you know, running. Yeah. So I just bought a bike and I started cycling and, I, you know, I, I didn't just go straight in and do 40 miles, but I every day and by the end I was doing like, I'd done it for a couple of, probably about two months, just riding back and forth from Asla, from here, Astavera, Mumbles, back. Trackers. And I was fucked at the end of it. Don't get me wrong, I, I probably did too much because... It was the only thing I became obsessed with just yeah. doing that to feel tired enough then to just go to sleep without overthinking. Yeah, yeah. And it worked, you know. I'm still you. Um, but it's trying to find a balance because I'm all or nothing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. With anything I do, if I do something, I'll go in hundred and fucking ten percent. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's sometimes too much. Yeah. And then you burn out. And I think I got a bike two years ago, just after, mm. just after lockdown or during lockdown, and I went out and it. Uh, keep on this now. I ate mm. my first hill. I almost gave the Undertaker a call. To oh, me it's a, it's a I hard going. I think that was the last time I used it. I was yeah. like, oh, not for me. It I'm, can put you off, like. Well, I I played. I was lucky enough to a few years playing Welsh League football for Newcastle Emlyn. Mm. Sorry, and. Um, you know, I was never the best trainer, but you put a ball in front of me. Yeah. You know, I went on to play um, play rugby for Commander Quinns and other clubs as well. And yeah. you, know, you put a ball in front of me. You And that's your... But everybody's passion is different, like, you know. Uh, this this is another thing is they, you know, in schools, when they're telling you, you know, what do you want to be when you, you know, you're going to work experience, what do you want to be? I don't fucking know, like, I'm fucking 15 years old, like, uh, yeah. you know, 14 years old. You're asking me what I want to be when I grow up. Yeah. You know. I'll knock this out, by the way, I think. Have I? Can you hear me properly? I can hear no, you. Yeah. Can you hear yourself? I think I may have turned you down, the way. You may have turned oh. me down. Oh. Oh. Is, that time, is, it? is that Yeah. <laughs> is better, yeah. I've turned it down. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, but I could still hear you. You'll still hear it. Yeah. There. No, it's true. You know, in school, I don't know, RAF, I wanted to be. Mm. Um, when I was in school, until I found out that they shout at you and make you do things, and <laughs> I thought I'm not doing that. Like, yeah, you. and um, I just potted about a bit. Uh, didn't know what I was good at. Really, yeah. Until um, until like I said, I was lucky enough to get into the sales environment a few years ago and realised I could sell. You know, mm. um, with your depression, then you know, how would you describe you know what what you sort of feel when you go through it because. Like, with me, it's just, like, the darkest, dark, like, I, you know, you're going to bed and you're saying, like, I, I'm literally saying, like, I don't want to fucking wake up tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I've been, I suppose you can call it fortunate enough to, you know, I've never really had the suicidal thoughts, yeah. you know, I think when I, um, if I go through the story a bit, like, you know, without going too far, I, a classic part of bringing saw a lot and seen a lot so I'd heard a lot I shouldn't mm. have as a child and experienced a lot I shouldn't have as a child and as a child I thought it was normal mm. you know, I thought the environment you do see yeah it. I thought the environment I was in was normal and um, it was only really when I got you know maybe the first relationship breakup I didn't know how to handle it mm. and then um, and then obviously when I left uh, my ex-partner and you know I wasn't able to see my child often that's when it really hit me. Mm. Like, I don't feel like I should. 
I, you know, I'm sure I should feel happier than this. Yeah. You know? So like, I just found, and it's the same. Like I had a bad bad patch last year. I really struggled last year. Um, I think I'm in in a job where you lead people. You know, I tried to care so much for other people that I forgot about myself. Mm. Run myself into the ground, maybe, and took a week off annual leave. You know, sort myself out. That turned into two weeks, three weeks. Next yeah. day, I've been off for four months. But for me, the best way to describe it for someone maybe who doesn't suffer, and this is what I said to Wales Online, was my head feels about 500 stone heavy. Mm. And, you know, I'm, I find getting out of bed. Like, yeah. But what I'll do, like, I won't go to sleep till four or five o'clock in the morning. Overthink things. That's the thing. It just drains you. Yeah, and then, and then they can sleep all day. So yeah, like, I'd have, I could, I'd have no problem, right? Waking up at nine o'clock, walking downstairs, I'm gonna cup of tea, and then going back to sleep. Yeah, until the afternoon. Yeah, so it's like exactly the same for me. Like, and then um, just the thought, really, of you're not good enough. Yeah, you know, obviously, I've got three little kids. Um, you're Belle, Ellie, and Freddie. That's what they're watching. Yeah. Um, and I've always wanted to be the best dad possible for them, and um. You know, I go through phases of it really bothers me that, you know, daddy's struggling on the sofa, but I want to take you to the beach or something. Yeah. But I, I can't. And obviously I've, I've been called lazy and yeah. you, know, you need to sort yourself out. And yeah. But when you're in that frame of mind, you just don't want to hear that. No. It's like, you know, I give good, I like to think I give good advice in regards to mental health. Mm. And um, I know what I need to do. You know, I know walking, exercise, yeah. sea dips, reading. Yeah. Um, I know what I need to do. But I just feel my head is it's so not, heavy that I can't do it. It's not. A, it's not as easy as just saying do it, is it? You know, yeah. because it is. You know what you're saying is right. You you know you're getting yourself into a rut, and you fucking can't get out of it. Thing is, you kind of it kind of happens overnight when when you suffer with you know depression, anxiety. It's like you can go from like I've got a saying in life, and that's nothing good or bad lasts forever. Mm. So when things are good, mm. make the most of it. Mm. When things are bad, just remember that better days are ahead. Yeah. But when you're in the dark p- part, you just can't see. No. I mean, you go through phases sometimes of having two or three days here and there of feeling a bit depressed, and then you snap out of it, and then yeah. maybe be fine for a month, and then you'll have a bad day, then you snap out of it. Um, and I think last year I kept waiting for that snap out. Yeah. And um, it just didn't snap out, and felt as if it was getting worse and worse and worse, and... You know, obviously, kind of bit the bullet. Went back to the doctor. Uh, they put me back on sertraline, fifty milligram, hundred milligram. That's what I'm on now. And then I was on Zofibrillons to go to sleep. Um, yeah. y- you know, and then I went to the doctors last Monday. Actually, they changed the medication because of the sleep aspect. Obviously, Zofibrillons and or any sleeping tablets are addictive, and they didn't want you on them for too long. So they asked me to try metrazapine. Mm. So um, I've got to come off surgery now the last few days, and then next week I go on to metrazapine, so hopefully they'll, they'll help. And you know, a lot of people out there as well are against medication. I mean, I can only speak from experience. I never wanted to go on um, any medication related to my mental health, really, but I just asked the doctor, like, will it help me? Yeah. You know, and, and, and they said, well, yeah. So I thought, right, okay, give me a go. So initially I was on bad headaches and... Yeah. Didn't feel they were making a difference. But they they, they say they take about six weeks to kick in. Mm. Um and this time round, certainly, you know, I found a bit of a spring in my step, you know. A bit better, you feeling a bit better. Yeah, I just so. felt a bit better than I did. Um yeah. and it allowed me to have the energy to start going to the gym, to start, you know, I went days I've seen anyone, you know. Yeah. Um 
started going to the gym, started taking the kids out for a walk and taking them to the play area and getting out there a bit more and and um and yeah, so like you know, I'm not hundred percent where I want to be. And you know, when I set this group up last week, it's it's kept my mind active. Mm. You know, I've got big plans now um, to expand um, the group um, to possibly get into schools, um, to go into football, rugby yeah. clubs, uh, and give talks to to them guys. And my ultimate aim is is hopefully to have enough uh, to have raised enough money to get like a mental health cafe in yeah. Marlin. Uh, yeah. where there's like a pool table and uh dartboard yeah and everyone you know male or female can come knowing yeah. that it's as a mental health safe environment where we'll all talk about the same thing and if you you know wear your voice there's people who are willing to listen like you know and that's what's important like and i think you know if people see people in there they may think well they've taken that step yeah you know maybe i need to open that door and walk in yeah, and take that step myself, and um, hundred percent talking is better than yeah education. Do you know? Oh, definitely. You know, like I've done the cold water therapy, and oh, I didn't didn't like I, it. No, I mean I felt better coming out, but fuck it, I hate the cold. I do. I I know nobody likes it, but fucking hell, like do you know when the shower turns cold? Sometimes I scream like a girl. Do you know? <laughs> it's like yeah. ah, you know the, when the shower gets cold, so. I went in the summer, to be fair, I've only gone a couple of times, but bear in mind it was a summertime, so it was a warm day anyway. Yeah. A good chat with a good friend of mine, Lee Stoll, from Snatley yesterday, and there's, um, you know, excuse my um, ignorance, I can't remember the name of the group, but they've got um, every Sunday morning, uh, nine o'clock, apparently 40 guys get together and Is go it? down the, the, the dock, or the new dock in Snatley, and they, you know, if, if you're there with 40 blocks, yeah. you're going to be a shit house if you don't do it. Yeah, do you know? So I think everybody, yeah, sort of I just, push you to do well. Like when everyone says go, you just gotta go. Do you yeah. Know? Otherwise, if you only want to stand in there, oh, I hit my leg. Like, do you mean? Yeah. Um, you just gotta do it. So I think I'm, that's something I'm thinking of doing actually this Sunday. Um, thinking of just driving down there, maybe a couple of people with me and just do it. Yeah. Um, because definitely for a couple of days when I did it before, I felt good. Yeah. Um, it was horrible at the time, but I felt good. So. Like, I, I a few, I'm trying to think when it was now. I set up, like, a thing myself a couple of years ago. Um, I think it was called, I can't remember what it's called. It's on my, still on my page, it is. And I, I tried to set something up for anybody that needed to talk over Christmas, it was. I set it up on Christmas Day. Yeah. And um, it was because I knew that feeling of, having depression you know that dark dark place where you feel like you haven't got anybody you, you can reach out and communicate on there yeah yeah and it's it was going well but i was ill then after that and uh, you know it's it's one of those things you're gonna probably experience a bit of it yourself you're gonna have these crashes and you try and pick yourself back up it feels like every time i get to a place where things are going good it gets smashed back to ground zero and i got to rebuild. Yeah. But, you know, you've got to keep pushing, like... Yeah, I mean, it's, especially with a group now, obviously, I'm kind of like an ambassador for it, for the Camarthen area, yeah. you know, and, and obviously with the messages I'm getting, and I like helping people, and mm -hmm. um, and even if I'm not in a good place myself, I'd still like to be able to try and help other people. Yeah. So, and in turn, 
start feeling a bit better yourself, you know? Yeah. But, um, you know, in those dark days, it's, it's bad. I mean, I don't know if, it certainly didn't affect me when I was younger, but, you know, the seasonal, the sad. Yeah, you know, the do weather. You, does, that, does that affect you? The weather, winter, you know, it's dark early. Um, I get massively affected by the yeah. weather. I've, I've been saying for a while I want to move out of this country, like... I used to love the wet, the winter. I'm a winter baby, and um, I used to look forward to the winter because I hated mm. the heat being ginger. Mm. And uh, I reckon the last three or four years, I've started really struggling yeah. with it getting darker, and especially at the minute. You know, it's, it's a nice day today. For the last three weeks, we've barely had a yeah. day with no rain. You know, you wake up in the morning, look outside, and straight away I'm in a bad mindset. Yeah. And um, you know, it's like last Saturday. I, a bit of a bad day, like I was, I was home with the kids, just pouring down the rain outside, and I was, I was like, I just don't want to do anything. Yeah, do you know, I, I you don't, don't want to do like doing nothing. Like, on Sunday, I woke up and I went straight for a shower, straight to get changed, got the kids changed. So, right, kids were getting out, mm. we're going out before I start. Yeah, do you know, I'm in, um, I'm in thoughts where I just want to stay indoors all day. Yeah, and then, um, and then Sunday was a good day, mm. you know, so I think having a, a structure. In your life. Yeah. Having a good routine, I think, is important. Routine is is a very important um, important thing. I mean, that's, I think, why I, I stuck to the the bike riding so much uh, when I started doing it, because I, I just got myself into this routine of set my alarm for, like, half past eight, because I just stay in bed till about half past nine, quarter yeah. to ten, get up, do 100 push-ups, so... At the start, I was going for, like, uh, however many I could do. Yeah. So you do it in whatever it was at the start, three sets. Yeah. Got it down to one set, you know, and then started pushing above that. Yeah. But once that was done, then it'd be, right, take the dogs out, come back, have breakfast, do my tattoos yeah. on the bike. So it was just constant like that. Yeah. And then when I come back, I was drawing until late. But, you know, that routine was taking up my full day. Yeah, of course, yeah. But sometimes you need that to stop you from being distracted and going back into yourself. 100%. I think the hardest part is the, the lonely times, you know? Yeah. You're by yourself. I mean, I used, to, I used to love my own company, do you know? I, yeah. I, think, I think when things are going good, I do still like my own company because I listen to podcasts. Yeah. Right? You know, I, I don't tend to, li- to listen to... A cheesy podcast. I listen yeah. to podcasts where I think I can learn. Yeah, you know, education. Like, yeah, something I can take from there. So, um, I put one on the other day. I, I wasn't feeling great, and put a podcast on. I was like, I can't listen to that today. Yeah, I haven't got the head to yeah listen to that today. And um, but yeah, I mean, it's all it's all about trying to get a good start to the day. Um, yeah, there's um, I can't remember her name now. A female author. She wrote a book. Um, and basically, she high fives herself in the mirror every morning. Yeah, and she reckons that works wonders. High like, five. Yeah, I know. Like, well, apparently, I mean, it's, it's she's written a book about it, a massive selling book about it. Yeah, and um, I started doing it. I look like a twat. <laughs> so I'm in the bathroom, like brushing my teeth. I five myself, and I'm like, I don't know if I can do that. Yeah. But then, then I look deeper into it, and the most successful sports teams ever. I five each other more than any other team. Is it? So you got the Chicago Bulls in like the nineties and stuff. Yeah. Apparently, it's statistical. They high five more than anyone. Yeah. And they dominated for years. So yeah. When you start looking into things a bit more, there's so much that we can do to make ourselves feel better. Yeah. I just think in the 
in the dark moments we choose not to. Yeah, it is. It's it's just it makes you go pull away from everything that helps you. You know, anything that's going to help you, it makes that fucking walk a million times harder. You know, the path gets longer. Yeah. You've got a, a a steeper hill I, to climb. I find even when the trainers on. Yeah, you know, you've done well to get Little out there. Things I like find it hard just to, you know, and I'd love to be able to get up at seven in the morning, have a good hard. night's sleep, go for a walk, come home, have my breakfast, and, and crack on with my day. You yeah. know? But I'm the same, like, I'll, you know, I won't go to bed sleep too late. I'm watching yeah. TV, I wake up, have a breakfast, and then it's off I go. Do you want to have yeah. a, a bad start? And like, how do you make like, how do you make yourself get up and and do all these things when you know you go into bed saying I don't want to wake up? Like, yeah, yeah. you know, you don't you, you don't really give a fuck about getting fit. You you don't want to be here. No, you don't give a fuck about like you know you just don't give a fuck about anything. You don't no. give a fuck about yourself. No, but you want to get fit, but you don't want to do what. You have to do to get there. Yeah, you know, it's like you want to have a good body, but yeah. you don't really want to go to the gym to get the good yeah. body. Um, it's hard. I mean, I I I don't know what the the key is to to live a mental health free life. Oh, um, I don't, I don't think one. there is, and I think if people are honest, I think most people suffer with something. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people I speak to certainly suffer with something. It might not be much, but it mm. might be a lot. Do you know? Um, support. Yeah. You know, being supportive and as I'm hoping this support group now will you know, when I had the meeting, the first meeting on Wednesday, which went well, I said to the guys there, I might be the the person who set the group up and the one mm-hmm. who'll arrange the stuff and the events, but when we're together it's our group. Yeah. You know, um You're gonna need people to help you out as well, I think, you know. So Yeah, I've got some people on giving board. Giving people giving people jobs and stuff. I'll give them something yeah. some sense of purpose and I that's a, good as well. A great guy. We won't never mention Matthew Guerin. I don't know if you know him. He's a barber from mm. Armourford and uh, his, his help and support and advice. Like, I go to him for a haircut. Like yeah. It's like a therapy session. It's like, are you with tattoos? Yeah. Like, you know. But you've got to be these days. Yeah. You've got to listen to people. You've know? you got to, you know. You, you you spend a lot of time there. You know, I get clients in there, there for the full day. So, and I'm a very open, you know, guy. I'll talk about any, you know, anything. I'll. I'll be truthful about things, you know, and they open up to me then, and it, it's it's awkward if you don't speak all day, is it? Oh yeah, it can be fucking awkward, yeah. If you get somebody who's not very talkative, uh, but yeah, it's it's hard, and uh, you know, I want to try and educate. Yeah, uh, as I said, you, I want to try and get into places and educate them. I want to try and be, I want to teach to become um, a first aid mental health. Mm instructor mm. so i can start teaching mental health first aid to people to so that people can start recognizing yeah um, if a loved one or a friend or a colleague starting to show symptoms of, yeah. of the depression i mean i don't know if you can stop it do you know when it mm. kicks in yeah don't know. i don't i think the way i describe it is you know i i'm in the middle of the storm and i gotta ride the storm like because when it's coming on, it's like you can't stop the weather. If you're just stuck in a storm, you can't stop the storm. No. You've got to fucking wait. Do you find, um, do you have any coping mechanisms? I'm interviewing you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> do you find the coping, coping mechanisms? Like I've got, um, like I try and surround myself with good people. Yeah. Who want the best food, like, you know? 
I find cutting the people, the dead wood out, cut the dead wood out, you know who they are. You know who the dead wood are. They're not the people who are there for you. Just cut them out of your life. Yeah. Don't bother with them. Yeah. It, it's because they, they'll drain your energy. Yeah. They're there for the things. They're there for the good things good and things, they want to yeah. take the good things, yeah. but they don't want to be about for the bad yeah. things and you don't need them. I find news. I, tr- I don't watch the news. Don't watch the news. Fuck no. I mean, um, I, th- it's it's so um, negative. It's scaremongering. It's telling you all. The, like, I, I don't watch any normal TV because they'll even try and bring the scaremongering into TV programs, talk shows. It, it's it's just, it's so programmed, yeah. and it's all programmed from, they make money from bad news. Yeah, They make money from scaring you, and it just stays in that thing of, of that level of concern, you know. Yeah, yeah. You don't hear much good go, stuff. Go back to COVID when it first kicked off. I yeah. had, uh, my eldest daughter didn't live too far from me, so, so we go for a walk. But I, I'd stand on the other side of the curb, looking back now. Thinking, it's what stupid. Like, I mean, it's my stupid. daughter was on one curb and yeah. I was on the other, and we were like, "Oh, we're yeah. not allowed. We're it's, not allowed to." Come. It's so stupid. Uh, like, and and all of that's been proven now to be wrong. You know. Have you like? I feel mugged off. <laughs> I, I, I didn't follow, I'll be honest with you, I didn't follow any of it. I didn't. I I, I had videos and stuff banned for talking about it and, uh, you know, just trying to, you know, you were looking at things from a common sense point of view with it, but that's how programmed people are. Yeah. You know, it, so I was talking to somebody uh, the other day and um, it was about uh, THC helping people with cancer and, he said he'd offered it to his grandparents and they wouldn't, like because they had cancer, they wouldn't take it because they were saying it was drugs. And I was like, you, you've got no other option yeah, yeah. and you're still that brainwashed that because the, the government have labelled it as a drug, even though it's a naturally grown fucking plant it's extracted yeah. from, you know, the drugs that they give you are more fucking... Uh, Tampered with, um, they fa- you know, they're pharmaceutical. They're, they're not the, the poor extract. It's fucking bizarre. The people are brainwashed. Yeah, but people will. People will say, oh, it's got to be true because of the news. Yeah, yeah. It's, you <laughs> don't see it on the news. It's, it's like a lot of the stuff to do with all the pedo rings and stuff. You don't hear about it on the news, really. No. You know, the the Jelaine Maxwell case was all, you know, oh, we're not going to wear it. You're not airing it because you're hoping... Because it's not on TV, people won't believe it's happening. Yeah, yeah. That we're not stupid. No. I know what they're doing, but a lot of people would be like, "Yeah, but it wasn't on TV." Uh, yeah, but it's fucking happened. Why are they covering it up? Yeah, you know, you've got to look at it. So you mentioned there now about Facebook and stuff. You've got these your paedophiles and yeah, well, like commenting and posts and stuff, and you got people like killing animals on Facebook and yeah. these videos stay up. But you. You say anything derogative about COVID. Oh, they so you, ban you. Yeah, I've, I've been warned a few times, like, you know. You mean? And it's like, trying to understand that. I'm the kind of person who always tries to understand, like, why have they done that? They restrict my account, they do. Uh, Facebook have restricted my account. But there's no, you can't understand the genuine reason behind it. Well, I think, I think I understand it, but people will say it's a conspiracy, but, yeah. you know, people also said, you know, stuff to do with COVID was a conspiracy. 
They also said the things with the pedo rings, conspiracy. It's all, it's all there. It's all, it's all there. If you look, yeah. if you, if you look for it, you know, you want, you want, you are not going to find it on BBC News. You're not going to no. find it on ITV News. No. It's like the COVID stuff, you know. Like say, um, during COVID, like someone had come up with a great example of that it was a conspiracy. Yeah, and you, but the news don't cover that. No, Do you know, no. It's, it's big news to maybe you and I. No, but then to people, to the to the normal person, they don't get to. To hear about that because there's an awful lot of people dying every day. Yeah, there's an awful lot of people dying every day. Um, you know, heart attacks. Uh, what's going on? It wasn't happening yeah, young, before. Young people as well. It wasn't happening before. You know, people can deny it and make excuses as much as they want. You know, um, kids and stuff. You know, you didn't see it. You didn't used to see it, and again, you didn't see this with with depression and, but until you've been in that um, situation where you've you've had a breakdown and you're trying to get help and you're asking the doctors, you can't see the doctor face to face because, and then you've got to while you're in a state of being fucking suicidal, trying to ring the doctor which you can't get through to for days. Yeah. And then when you finally do get through, you can't see them face yeah. to face. It's a phone call. And then they'll just say, right, take these uh, antidepressants. They may make you worse before they make you better. I can't fucking get yeah, any worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? Like, I've, I I hear that all the time. I've been really lucky with my doctors because I suffer with Crohn's disease. So I've had Crohn's disease now um, for 11 years. Um, yeah, for 11 years. So yeah. I think because my... Uh, immune system is is quite bad, mm. Be- but that's there's obviously not to my file mm. to say you need to be seen, you know. But so I, I'm quite lucky. But you know, people I know and stuff exactly the same as mm. you. And they're like, how would you guess the doctor? It's so like, well, difficult. I'm Ill, like, you know? It's so difficult. It's um, you know, and it's it's not coming from the lower part of the um, NHS because you know all the people who are working in the NHS and stuff, they're doing their jobs and they're doing their best, you know, they 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 haven't got the numbers there and, you know, they you know, they they're struggling. Yeah. They're not getting the fundings that they need and all these other different, you know, reasons. But from the top down, they know what they're doing, like, you know, uh, all of these treatments are all, oh, you take this tablet every day, you're on it for the rest of your life. They're not looking at fucking curing anything. No. You know, cancer is, is all, it's all just like... Well, there's a cure for cancer, isn't there? Yeah, it's fucking cannabis, mate. You know, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, they've suppressed it for so long now. They want, they try and not to legalise it because they know that the, the, the number's up and then yeah, everybody... Yeah. But even though the number will be up, people still will be like, oh, no, they've only just figured it out. No, fuck off, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's... Corrupt, mate. Uh, at the end of the day, the system's corrupt. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, that can't speak highly enough of the NHS staff. Do you know, like, yeah, I got treated. Well, I had a motorbike crash in August. Come off my motocross bike and punctured my lung and titanium plates in my back. And you know, the NHS staff were amazing. You know, um, in fairness, you know, there's a couple, couple of, uh, couple of odd ones, like, but. Overall, they were all, yeah. you know, the, they were all good. They, you know, they took care of us. And, 
we're so lucky to have that system. Yeah. But where I the point that I don't like is like we pay tax into that, right? To keep this NHS going every every year, right? Because some people are like, oh yeah, well America hasn't got it. Yeah, but we are paying taxes to yeah, keep yeah. this going. They're not giving it to us. You don't get fuck all for free. No, of course not. So this is why when I, I see they're bringing all these people and they're saying about, um, and I've got nothing against it, people coming from other countries over here, but when you see they all, oh, you know, these people are escaping and you're seeing these videos of these blokes on boats, right? There's no women and children there. They're all fucking, they, they look like gang fucking, you know, they're not, they, they yeah. don't even look like normal fucking blokes. They look like gangs, yeah. right? Blasting music, dancing, coming over here, and then filling our fucking NHS system, which they've never paid tax into. And then when my grandmother's just passed away, is waiting, you know, she broke her hip a year ago. Yeah, yeah. When she was waiting for an ambulance, she had to wait something like 17 hours for an ambulance, and then like 24 hours in the back of the ambulance for a bed. Yeah, it's mad. It shouldn't be fucking happening. Yeah, do you think that could be because the, you know, the government, the NHS, are too scared of. Not be not being diverse enough. They want to be seen to avoiding the complaints about race and. I think the NHS are just are just do what they can, and when the people come in, they 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 obviously it doesn't matter what you know who they are, um, it, the, you know which which is the way it should be. They just they see to whoever, yeah, whoever yeah. needs the the, course, the yeah. help, which they are doing the right thing, but obviously. Those people are coming over here to to use this system. They've never paid into it. Yeah, yeah. They've never ever paid into it. So when we go to use it, we can't get seen. Yeah. yeah. That's what's happening. Yeah. You know? And so the NHS, it's not like the NHS are doing anything that they shouldn't be doing. They're just seeing the people yeah, who are coming in. Doing what they're meant to be you doing. You know, and it goes for the same for, you know, houses. There's people, you know, there's there's uh, people who've served in the army and stuff who are homeless. Yeah. They got post traumatic stress. They, they've got mental illness from, you know, what they've seen and what they've gone through. They've been put back into normal life and they can't they can't look after themselves. Yeah, yeah. They're so ill. And they're fucking homeless on the streets. Yeah. That shouldn't be happening. And I think this, again, boils down to an effect of mental health. Yeah, it is. Do you know, like, um, my shoulder, for argument's sake, I, what I did, I just get my shoulder ruptured my pec and I mm. tore my bicep in, in the boxing fight. And... Um, waiting to fracture clinic mm. you know um went there once and my appointment was at 10 o'clock and i turned up there like five to ten and they're like oh um the doctor's two hours behind mm. i'm like how could he be two hours behind already like do you mean yeah and it's like you know i, I had the kids with me and stuff and you know I rescheduled for another appointment and then i couldn't make that because the kids are unwell so rang them to cancel and I haven't had an appointment since. I had a letter, sorry, to say, oh, uh, we take it, you don't want to be seen anymore. I'm like, when did I say that? Yeah. Do you mean? They just, so they just sent it out. Like, but the thing is, I enjoyed my weight training and stuff. I was mm. getting really into my training, and now I can't barely lift my arm up. Mm. You know? And it's like, that's having an effect on me because I can't go and train to release endorphins and stuff. I know yeah. I, people say, oh, there's other things you can do. It's like, yeah, but I don't enjoy doing other things. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, what you're saying there now about you know people being seen and treated and... That has a massive effect on your mind. Yeah, you know? massively. Like, you know, I'll give another example. I went um, to the doctors. I, I and I, I, I don't. They're so. This this, they're so bad to deal with my doctors. Right, I don't want to. I don't ring them unless there's something really fucking wrong. Because when I was really ill with the depression the first time, it was because of 
a mistake there then okay. where they overdosed me on thyroxine for oh, two course, years, yeah. which caused me to be fucking massively fucking ill with depression, yeah. suicidal thoughts, mental breakdown. So that was their fault, right? So going further on again then, um, I was really ill again. I was having like winded feeling in my chest. I was like, oh, fuck. You know, I felt my stomach, I thought it was. I was like, I'm having like a fucking winded feeling in my stomach. So Stacey was like, you, you've got to go. Um, and, you know, trying to get them, they turned me away. Um, they, they basically said to me, oh, you're not in the danger category for cancer. I buried my mate the week before, was my age, uh, with bowel cancer. I said, I've just buried my mate. Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? You know, they're not even going to check you out. They just no, palm no. you off. And I, I was talking to somebody yesterday. They'd done the same to her husband. And he's, ter, you know, terminal now. And it, it's it's happening everywhere. And COVID, it's even fucking worse. Yeah, worse. How many people did they turn away, you know, from having these life-saving operations? Yes. How many lives were lost? Another year extended you know? again plus. Wasn't it? But those lives that were lost went down as COVID deaths. And yeah, that's course, not the yeah. truth. No, 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 no. It's not the truth, you know. No. It's 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 corrupt, you know, and pe I find it amazing that people can't see it because people will be like, you know, pe people will probably get to this point and, and turn turn off, you know, to a certain degree because they don't want to admit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they, they don't want to admit it, <laughs> but, but it's, it's true. It's the fucking reality yeah, it's of it. True, and the more research you do looking into it, yeah. the more you start hearing about it, you think you're all yeah. got a point, like June. I speak to people about, you know, I I think people. But this is what this is what they're doing in schools, so or they're programming people. Like um, I don't know if you know what's going on at the minute with what they're teaching kids in schools with transgenders, no, non-binaries. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, they shouldn't be teaching kids all of this shit. No. These kids don't even know what the fuck it is half of them, and then you. Yeah. At at the most impressionable time where their brains are sponges, you're going to throw in all. It's not normal. Yeah. Like it's even like religion. Like you know, I'm not against religion at all. No, but it's like should give the child a choice exactly if, if the parent wants them to 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 learn about it i mean it's great yeah. christmas time with the other jesus and stuff like that and you know it kind of adds to it i suppose but yeah it comes a point where it's like does my child need to know about don't need to know about, about religions you don't need to know about sexuality don't need to know about transgenders just let them be kids they certainly don't need to know about non-binaries you know you're talking about trying to change everybody for a small percentage yeah, of yeah. people, yeah. you know. Um, they're even trying to normalise paedophiles now. Yeah. They're calling them maps, right? Minor attractive persons. And they're telling kids in school, it's offensive to call them nonces or pedos. We call them maps. Now, I'm sorry, right? That shit <laughs> is ridiculous. Like... This is what they're trying to do now. They started doing it in some places in America, and I think they're starting to do a year. And they get they passed it because a lot of people were fighting against it um, recently, and it went to court. And you're never going to win in the courts. It's all it's all run by one system, though. And this is the point I'm getting at. Like when you said about the NHS, it's nothing to do with the NHS. It's to do with our government. Of course, it is. The government is yeah, allowing yeah. them in, and it, and they, they're allowing it to flood yeah. our system. And then what they'll do is crash the NHS system, 
they'll say then we've all got to go private. Do you think we'll get any money back for the tax for that? No. No, they'll make more money then from everybody having to go private while still, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a money, everything boils down to money. Yeah, and that's why you look at COVID, that, you know, strangely enough, the richer got richer. Of course they did. The rich got richer, sorry, and the poor got poorer. Yeah. I mean, you look at like Jeff Bezos and all them now. Yeah. They, I don't know how many, but quadruple their worth. Well, you know? look at look at like Matt Hancock, all of them. They all Boris Johnson. They all had shares in all these mass companies, and it's corrupt. Yeah, man. of course it is. They know, you know, and then when they were forcing that, um, what was that app thing where you had to do oh, the track app? and trace? They had they had money involved yeah. in that, and they were making everybody use. It's like if you can, if you can't see now the corruption in that, there's something fucking wrong with yeah. you. Because that's like me, you know, I'm trying to think of an example to put it to tattoos, but if if, if I was like tattooing somebody and then you, you try and say, right, well, if I, you can only use this, you're not allowed to use anything and else. It, like, and I'm the yeah. oh, the only person that owns it. It's corrupt, yeah. you know, and these people are supposed to be in charge. And But I've said all along, the people that should be doing this, um, it should be like jury service. It shouldn't be run by one person. It should be run by a few different people. Yeah, yeah. And you get sent for that group of people come together. And it's not a group of people who are all these, uh, you know, posh twats who've never fucking worked in their lives. You know, born with silver spoons in their mouths, Boris yeah, yeah. Johnson and them. They've never worked a normal day. No. They've never seen the real world. That's all they do is look after their own benefits and their best interests. Yeah. They don't look at it. So it shouldn't be, it should be done like jury service. Yeah, I agree. And it should be done by a group of people, randomly selected. This is your term. You come in, you do a year, yeah, and then pass you know, the next one yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you pass it on, and and that's the way it should be. It's the the level of corruption that's gone on up there, right? I think the government should be fucking completely wiped to the fucking ground and rebuilt again. They'd never admit that, though. Well, of course they wouldn't, no. because they're losing power. Yeah, because and somebody would probably comment. Yeah, well, if we voted Tory, if we voted... It doesn't matter who you vote for. They're all the same. They're just the voice. They're not the people in control. The yeah. people in control are the people that you don't see. Yeah, yeah. So the, whoever wins, they go into a room, guys with suits, this is what you say, this is what you do, this is how it works, and, and that is how yeah. it works. If you don't fucking play ball, you're gone. Yeah, you're out there, like... You're gone. Yeah. And you'll never be fucking seen again. No. You know, it's... It's corrupt, mate. Well, it all adds on to us again, doesn't it? It comes back into how people feel. Um, it, it feels... i found I've been... Since knowing the way the world really works over the last few years, I've, I lost a lot of hope. I lost a lot of hope and faith in humanity. I don't believe... I believe people will literally just do whatever they're told. Like, if they turned around now and said, right, everybody's got to go into a prison it's because there's a virus out there, we're all going to lock you up. I think people will openly just walk into the cell. Yeah. They'll openly walk yeah. into the cell and lock the doors themselves. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've seen it happen with my own eyes. Yeah. People can't, you know, and it's, it's fucking scary. Yeah, you know, it hasn't given me much faith in fucking... I'm more concerned with my children growing up, you know. Yeah. Um, and their mental health... Um, you know, like you said, when we were young, you never, you were never exposed to any of this. And I think, so, like no. I said, social media has definitely played a massive part. Yeah, know? but um, it's sad. It's sad to see how the world's changed over the last twenty years, and it's even sadder to think how it's going to be. What's in the next it going to be? Years, it's not going to yeah. be any better unless 
they get everybody out the government that's in there who's who's put us in these bad positions. But I I I don't even think it's about our government. I think it's run a bit higher than that because it's global. Yeah. So the the fact that it is and I personally my personal view on like what's going on in Russia now. I don't think it's what they're saying it is. It's not just about Ukraine and. I think it's more about Putin isn't playing ball with this plan. Yeah. And I think that's what's happening there, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's some things. I mean, I'm very uneducated on that because it just doesn't... It's, it's just, like, yeah, it's, it's too some, much. It's just something else I don't there's even too know. Much too, mean, there's too much you know, to take in with start it. worrying about Russia flying over here and stuff. Yeah, oh, um, fuck, I'm not worried about that. I mean, if it <laughs> if it happens, if it happens, yeah, if it happens at the happens, end of the day... It's game over. You yeah, know? you know, it's... But, um, um, like we said about the news earlier and stuff, I try I try, and get through life without, you know... Um, you don't need a, like... What's the word? I'm trying to openly... Um, Look at it for yourself yeah. and then come to your own conclusion. You yeah. can see what's going on. Yeah. You if don't I, have to have the news to tell you no. step by step what's happening. You if, can see it. I try and get through life as positive as possible. Yeah. You know? And uh, I try and avoid... Negativity. Yeah. Unless your know, news and negative people, look, just just, just leave it there. Like, yeah. Things. I mean, um, but, you know, it is a massive problem and it does worry. You were saying about Russia and Ukraine. Yeah. It's worrying. It's worrying. And you can worry yourself. Yeah, yeah, you it's, know. it's, you're, you're never going to, I mean, it doesn't make a difference, and this is something I try and tell myself when I'm ill with depression, doesn't make a difference how much you stress and worry, it it doesn't change no, no, what just, the outcome is. The only thing you can change are the things you can control. Exactly. And you know, I've always, you know, my old boss said to me once, she goes, Chris, why do you, you care about so many things that don't involve you? And yeah. I was like, I don't know, I just... And then um, she put a note to my desk saying, "Stop worrying about things you can't control." You can't control. And it's then true. Obviously, I looked at it every day and every day and every uh, day. And eventually, like someone will start telling me, look up, me start telling me about something. Like, mate, I don't want to know. I'm sorry, sorry yeah. if I come across as rude. Yeah, I don't want to know. I like, no interest about your car. I don't need yeah. my day ruined, mate. Yeah, I, I, no disrespect, but I don't need to know that your caravan's wheel went flat last <laughs> week. You mean? I just don't need to know about it. Like, have you, you have you looked into like? Um, like microdosing psilocybin. No. Have you heard of DMT? No. Oh fucking hell! Now they they wreck they well they wreck and the scientists have studied it and they've said like psilocybin mushrooms, um, even having big trips can help massively with reset in the brain. Oh, uh, someone told me that the other day. But um, microdosing is another one. Um, microdosing mushrooms and DMT is another one. It's as strong as fuck. Like uh, spiritual experience that is. And yeah, I've you know I've I've done I've done the both like and they do definitely help, they do right. definitely help. But it's it's one of those things where you can have some people who've who've got depression and they've they've had drug issues and but it makes them pull back yeah, then yeah, from yeah. hearing something like that yeah. because of the stigmatism that's been brought, same as cannabis. Yeah. With with that, it's funny how they legalize all these like. Um, Pharmaceutical yeah. drugs and this that and the other, which are killing loads of people, are highly addictive, yeah. uh, but they still fucking dish them out. A friend of mine was telling me this the other day, actually, but garlic mushrooms are about as far as I'll get. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's not for everyone, is it? You know, it's... Um, Again, it's something I'm not educated about, you know? Yeah. You know, I like to... You want to look into it. There's yeah. loads of stuff about it. And and the reason I say is because it's so highly linked in with mental health and depression, post-traumatic stress, anxiety. Yeah. It's all in that category, and that's why you bring it up, like, you know... Yeah, I, like I said, I, I, a friend of mine touched on it a few weeks ago. Yeah, first time I'd ever heard about it, and, yeah. uh, and since 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 until you brought it up, and I'd forgotten about it. Actually, yeah, and, um, you know, I think I think it is going to be um, introduced in the future. Um, I think once these sort of um, the bad bunch has sort of been taken away from, you know, the governments, yeah. which are the ones who give the go ahead. Um, because it's they've already started legalizing it in America and stuff like that now. Okay. Um, Canada's legalized. Um, it's it's always been legalized in Amsterdam. Well, yeah, yeah. They've always been well, legal, but it was always it? looked at as a bit fucking wacky out there. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. fucking hell, is it? You know, they is le- But there's massive benefits to these things, yeah. which we haven't been told because they've been made illegal. Yeah, yeah. So you know it. They even reckon like ketamine and things like that. They're used to treat people with post-traumatic stress. There's all these different things that are used in in certain... Um, they've got like retreats you can go to in America and stuff and you'll go and you're watched yeah, yeah. and it's done professionally. It's not done like in a house party. <laughs> you know, everybody's just like... <laughs> it's it's done in a fucking controlled environment, which is, you know, it's a, it's a treat. It's you and, and the person who's yeah. treating you, like a shaman, like they call it. But it's, uh, you know, that's the way it should have been brought into society. Yeah. Uh, I, I, again, it's something I'm not educated on. Yeah. Too, but, um, it's something for the future. I think it'll, it'll, it'll definitely be looked into. Yeah. Well, it's, the thing is, anything that genuinely helps, uh, yeah. I mean, genuinely helps people, then... It know. may help some and may not help others, but if it helps some, then... But it, if it helps the people who don't know about it... Exactly, it could help thousands yeah. of people who haven't got a clue about it. But you know, something's got to be done. Yeah, um, and I'm trying to make a small difference well, in the area that I'm from now. Do you know, I was just about to say, well, you, you know, you're doing something, and you know, I've been doing something, and the more people are doing, you know, like when you reached out to me, I was like, yeah, you know, of course I love you, on you know, something. It's it's the reason why I set up the podcast, yeah. even though I've had a lot of these fighters on, I've had. You know, Pancho on. I've I've had people on. It's the ones like where you're raising awareness. I've raised awareness for like a couple of um, my guests' kids who've had yeah. like um, ish, you know, conditions and things, and that's rewarding to be able to do that. You know, it's it's about giving a a, a platform to people. Like I've had some musicians coming on, young mu- musicians who are showing their talent. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Wales is is stuck in a bit of a, and you try and do help, you know, and that's what that's what this platform is about. Really, is raising awareness, things that can help, you know, yeah. depression that is something that's personal to me. That's that's what I wanted to raise. Yeah. But if there's something else for somebody else, then I'm happy to raise yeah, that. Nice baby steps as well. Yeah, you know, you're not gonna, you know, when I set my group up, I was hoping to get ten, twenty men. You know, maybe by now there's probably over two hundred sixty possibly yeah. by now. And um, it's just helping one person at a time. So if one person 
listens to this podcast and thinks, oh, okay, cool, maybe I'll try talking to someone. Yeah. But then it serves it serves its purpose, and I think, yeah, we're not going to conquer the world overnight. No. But if we can keep chipping away and, and yeah. bring some more people with us along the way, then fingers crossed that stigma will will disappear. Yeah. And um, and the world can become a better place. 100%. And if anybody's listening, you know, there is... Um, there is light at the end of the tunnel. It may not feel like it, right? Just remember whether that storm, right? You're in a storm. Don't do things that are going to put you in danger while you're in the storm. So you know, keep don't do drugs. Don't don't drink. Keep yourself away from all the triggers, like you know, because you will come out of that storm. It may feel like it's the end, and you know. And it's not the end. I've been there twice. It's not the end. Like, so just remember that. No, there's hope for everyone. Um, and um, you know, going on for this podcast, obviously, if anyone wants to reach out to myself, and obviously to you, yeah, um, you know, that's a start. I, I, yeah, know, my, my inboxes are always open to anyone. Maybe that's my problem. They're too open. <laughs> well, uh, but this yeah, is, if there's it. anything that anyone ever needs, you know, I'll, I'll be the first to, to help. And yeah. Uh, I'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to spread the message. No problem, Matt. You know, it's, uh, you're doing a good thing, and I'll get you back on. You know, maybe in a couple of months you can talk. What, 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 what's well, how far you've gone? I've got a grey hair by then. Yeah, I probably will as well. Like, but uh, I think it's gonna. I think it's soon. I got a couple <laughs> in my beard anyway. Uh, I got one or two strands amongst the ginger. I always, when I was younger, I wish I wasn't ginger. Now, I'm, t- <laughs> now I'm turning a little bit grey. You're like, like black. Oh, I wish yeah, I was fully ginger yeah. again. <laughs> Bring back the full ginger, actually. Oh fuck! No, mate, you're doing a brilliant thing. Um, what is there anything else you wanted to say? Or any? Um, where can they get in touch with you? Yeah, so on Facebook, um, it's a private men's group. So if you type in Camarthen's men's Minds matter. Yeah, they'll uh, they'll take you to there. Um, on Instagram, uh, Kamalin's Minds Matter is on there as well. The email address is Kamalin Men's Minds Matter at mail dot com. Yeah, uh, if anyone wants to reach out. Um, but yeah, the more people that join the group, uh, like I say, it's a men's only group because I'm I'm not educated enough in women's mental health. I think there's a difference between women and men's mental health. Yeah, a personal opinion, and I wouldn't feel comfortable discussing. I could briefly touch on it, but yeah. I wouldn't feel comfortable going into detail. Yeah. But I think um, you know, with experience and self education, I think I'm you know, experienced enough to talk about yeah. the, the men's mental health. So, you know, find us there. Like I said, the story's been on Ways Online recently and um you know, I've read, have a think about maybe some of the things that's in there and just maybe have a think about what we've spoken about today. Yeah. Um some of the things you could put in place. But hundred percent guys, if there's anyone feeling down um, fed up or there's no way out just reach out and talk not not to us but to anyone yeah brilliant thank you mate hey, thank you for coming on no, right it's a pleasure for having me this is wall sharpening take it easy guys take care guys <laughs>